Hello, you're listening to Sidewalk Confessionals. I'm Jeremy, and this is Caleb. Um, so this is our first podcast ever. I'm super excited for it because we've been working on this for five oh, years. Yeah, five years-ish. Yeah. 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 So this isn't really the first, just the first one that worked. This is, well, hopefully it's the first <laughs> one that worked. Um, so this is just like our little demo cast. This is basically so that we can get like a workflow down and so that you guys can kind of get introduced to me you're already introduced a little bit if you've been watching the vlogs don't go watch the vlogs they're really bad um they're better than he thinks (laughs) and you're gonna get to know caleb a little bit and i think we're just gonna go for it so i'll ask a question and then you can answer it and then i'll answer like just the same question all right rapid fire interrogation let's go i'll have a little discussion about it um so the first question let me get my phone set up on my microphone stand uh, what city are we in? And tell we us, are. tell, tell, tell me, tell them mm-hmm. a little bit about the city, like how you feel about the city, your experiences with where we are. But yeah, well, no, um, no mysteries. No mysteries. We are here in Charlotte, North Carolina. But if you want no mysteries, we are here in Matthews, North Carolina, which yes. is the real truth, honest to God. Yeah, was, Charlotte. There's this like, there's this like joke that I've we seen. are we are in suburbia of Charlotte. There's this like joke that I've seen online, like not even people from North Carolina, but it's like you tell someone where in North Carolina you're from, mm-hmm. and they'll just give you a blank stare, and then you're like near, and then another city, and they're like, huh? And then you're like Charlotte, Charlotte. I'm from Charlotte. <laughs> Exactly. Well, we are here in Charlotte, which is actually Matthews, North Carolina. Um, It's, you know, suburban North Carolina. Uh, Been here for, I mean, you've been here for almost 10 years, right? I've been here 13 years, I think. Boy, he's been here for a long time. Yeah. I've been here for about six years. Um, And I've got to say, Matthews is like, it's like my home. So... This is the place where I started my life as a young adult and continue to live now. I mean, my entire world changed when I came here. Um, and it's kind of, it's home to me. I don't know. So I like it. I do. I do too. I like, at the same time. Right. Yeah. There's that, there's that, like, it's a tiny town and it's in the South. So like you get, a, it, it's North Carolina is like a more, uh, not really diverse, but I mean it is. But oh, it's yeah. a more diverse part of the South. Like you're not going to get well, any, especially like, this south, this especially part of here. North Carolina. Yeah, yeah, you're not going to get any of that like deep South, deep seated prejudice or any of that kind of stuff. Just but, light casual prejudice. Yeah, yeah, that stuff still exists because it is the South. But you know, it's like it's it's, it's Matthews kind of has that. It's losing it now, mm-hmm. but it's had that like small town almost kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Like it's not a small town, but it has that feel, especially yeah. the downtown area. Yeah, it does have that sort of small town vibe, you know. Uh, I'm not going to say that everybody knows each other, but faces become familiar. Yeah. Places are, you know, you can go into a store and they might know you because you come so often. Yeah, the downtown area has like the yeah, small I mean, local businesses. Downtown Matthews, and stuff like that, that one gas station that we went to all the time. I still go there yeah. all the time. Like, well, because yeah. I've actually I've moved into the big city now. But, I mean, this is still 
you know, the place yeah. with all the memories. So. I mean, I went to, I've been here 13 years, like I said, so I went to high school here, which mm-hmm. is where I met Caleb. Yeah. And we always had those, like, those, like, walks that take all night, mm-hmm. like, just walk around town for 10 hours in the middle of the night for no reason and see shit that yeah. see lunar eclipses that shouldn't exist oh my god what that, was that should we tell them that story no that's a story for another podcast you guys are just gonna have to come back uh next episode we'll tell you about a lunar eclipse that we saw that shouldn't have existed mm-hmm. okay um and we weren't on acid no, we were not that? acid. We weren't on acid. We weren't on any drugs. We can say whatever we want. This is a podcast. Really? We can cuss. Well, we, can... we weren't on fucking acid, okay? Yeah, we... we weren't fucking high. This actually happened. <laughs> I have no idea what it was, but it happened. Yeah. Okay, I think uh, next question. Okay, yes. So, oh, so we're going to kind of tell a little bit of the format of this podcast. Uh, I, I guess I'll answer this one first. Cause well, I'm yeah, you've been more of the de- on the development front, so. Yeah. What is the format of this podcast? I don't really know. It, it, this is a thing that I kind of have a, a loose idea of what I want this podcast to be. It's basically just like a talk show where maybe not so much like I'm doing right now, reading off of a, a prompt with questions, but just so that we have topics that we want to talk about and we just kind of back and forth discussion about that. It's a variety show. Every once in a while, we'll bring uh, guests on, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it's just... Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, don't we have, like, a little sort of intro uh, that we're supposed to say that says, talks uh, about our mission we, as Sidewalk Confessionals? We will, yeah, we will once we have, like, um, an actual thing, like, mm. that we're going to talk about. And it's audio, like, a lot of it's audio, mm. and even on the video, I can just show, like, the cover art mm. and voice over it even after. Uh, can we, we get some of that cover art, by the way? Yes, yes, Very we absolutely nice. can get the cover art. The cover art would be the cover art will be there. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah, we have a green screen behind us, which I've never done before. So if our hair looks weird, because I know that that can actually start looking really weird on a green screen. Um, well, I don't need a why. green screen to look weird. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, that's uh, that's basically what the format of the podcast is going to be. Just a little variety show, kind of talk show thing. Hopefully it's not boring. I'm trying to, normally I'm like really quiet and I stutter a lot and just... You know, we're still finding our feet, but if you stick with us, I promise we're, it's only going to get more entertaining or more maddening. Yeah. What's the difference? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, we're both kind of awkward people. I mean, Caleb, Caleb is, Caleb, I think is better at speaking loud and like directing himself than I am. Uh, so well, this thank is you. different for me. It's not like there's a bunch of people in the room where I'm talking to an audience or anything, but it's still weird for me to like speak like this mm-hmm. uh, into a microphone or something like that. So yeah, it'll get better as we go. But for now, I think it's just kind of a talk show. Yeah. Well, that's what we are. All right. Next question yes, or next, next topic. Next, next topic. Uh, oh, okay. So I was watching... Have you watched Riverdale? I have not. I've heard many great things about it. Oh my god, it's so good. Okay, so the first season... So if you don't know what Riverdale is, it's basically... It's a show that takes all the characters from, like, the Archie comics. Mm -hmm. So you have Archie Andrews, and you have uh, Jughead Jones, and everyone else. And it throws them into a murder mystery. 
So it's all the characters. It doesn't murder one of the main beloved characters of Archie Comics, does it? It does? <laughs> no, it kind of. So... I mean, I've only read Archie Comics, like, once, but... Right, so it doesn't actually follow any of the story of the Archie Comics. It just uses, like, the character and the town mm. and, like, all the hype. Basically, the town and the characters are shifted away from the storyline of the Archie Comics, and it just throws them into, like, this murder mystery scenario, like this murder that should have never happened in this little So it's like town. the Teen Titans Go of Archie. Kind of. Using the original characters with <laughs> absolutely <laughs> none of the spirit of the original. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, <laughs> ooh, Cartoon Network hates you. <laughs> so, um... So, yeah, I was... Uh, the first season of it is absolutely excellent. Mm-hmm. It, it's a great introduction to, like, the story and the art... Dir- I don't know who art directs the show and who does, like, all the lighting and stuff for that, but whoever it is, they're absolute fucking geniuses. It's so good. The second season gets really intense. It's on Netflix, isn't it? Yeah, both season one and season two are both on Netflix. Season two gets crazy intense. And so this question comes from that. There was a part in this show that really, like, got to me. There was... There's, like, two things... There's two things in the world that will, like, in, like, a show or if I'm reading something that will make me cry, like, sob inconsolably. It's if people are talking about mental disorders and how that's, like, messing with them and they're just, like, kind of trying to get, you know, figure out mm-hmm. how, what their mental disorder is and all of that kind of stuff. And anything, like, LGBT... Like coming out or finding your sexuality. It hits close to home, doesn't it? Right. So one of the characters in that show was is gay, uh-huh. and I don't want to give you too much, but basically in the first season he had like a little thing with another character, mm-hmm. and then in the second season that character who's like kind of questioning himself, whatever you see him throughout the show, like giving that other character who's openly gay, giving him like glances or they kind of allude at it. And it's not in any way like a big part of the story, but there's this one part where something like really intense and emotional just happened. And then this character that was kind of questioning himself, just like, he just like gives into it and he like embraces the other character and kisses him and all that. And I was fucking sobbing. No, I really do need to watch it. Pause the show and just like put my head down and like cry because mm. it it fucking got to me. So is there anything that like gets to you like that, like a specific example, specific example, oh. or just that sort of thing that'll like okay, so or any kind of emotion, anything that'll like make you super mad? Because I could tell you a lot of things that make me really mad. Let's not even get all the things <laughs> that make me mad because you know I have certain triggers. <laughs> things that make me emotional. Well, I'm trying to think of specific examples where I've cried on TV or watching TV. Uh, the most You've recent cried time on TV, I need to see that. Oh, please. <laughs> the most recent time. I've cried watching television. I believe I was watching BoJack Horseman, oh uh, my the God, latest season, and I was watching the episode which was exploring uh, his mother's past. She has dementia, and she's like flashing back into her own childhood, which was incredibly abusive and like really twisted. And it, it the entire show. I don't know if you've seen BoJack Horseman. I'm not going to talk too much about it because I don't want any spoilers. But just uh, his mother is like this horrible narcissistic parent, and he resents her highly. And through the entire show, we're always constantly reminded of what a 
bitch this woman is. Um, but in this episode, in the latest season, I think it's season five, in case this is eventually old and there are going to be more seasons, um, they actually they show a bit of a softer side as the mother as she is she's fallen to dementia and she she's like she's still herself but she keeps flashing back to like her past and stuff and so now you, you've got to be more sympathetic for her because she's like half blind and she's in a wheelchair and she's like losing her mind and you actually get to see her past and some of the things that made her the way they are anyway the particular thing that made me cry and anybody who has watched this episode will know is the part where she the little girl when she's I Girl. Saw, her name I is still Beatrice. have not watched this. I'm still in season three of I'm so Bojack. sorry. This is a terrible spoiler. Terrible spoilers, but Beatrice, this is the name of Bojack's mother. Uh, she gets scarlet fever as a little girl. Oh. And in response to this, um, her father, when she finally gets better, her father takes all of her physical possessions and burns them, including her most beloved possession, which is a tiny baby horse. Um, you know, a toy. It's just a doll, but it's like it's her baby and he takes it and he throws it into the fire and there's this hard scene where you can see it's like little plastic flesh just like burning and melting and she just starts screaming and she's like no not my baby because she's like he's he's throwing her books in the fire and she's like daddy why do you have to burn anything and he's like oh you know honey you were sick and now we can't let that sickness continue so we have to destroy everything that you had right and so he's like taking everything and burning everything and of course you know that's bad enough to see so she's like holding her little doll and then he's like oh we're gonna have to take that too and he just snatches it from her hands and she's just like no not my baby and he's like it has to go darling you know you were sick and now we have to get rid of it and she's like no not my baby and he just takes him and throws it into the fire and she just breaks down screaming in tears and that made me cry (laughs) that that moment and also that entire episode made me cry that whole show makes me cry that show is Mm -hmm. that show is hard to watch yeah (laughs) so yeah i the latest time i cried got got overly emotional watching tv i was watching bojack horseman and i was seeing the story of his mother beatrice which just cut to my heart wow yeah damn i have to watch that now okay so those are things that make us sad mm-hmm. so something recently that's made you angry yeah oh boy <laughs> without getting too ranty let me think about this because <laughs> i could definitely tell you something that's made me really angry recently you first because i need to think about it i've actually been i've been trying to cut out some of the negativity from my life so i don't oh, think definitely. i've recently that's, got angry that's, that, that that was my conclusion of this whole thing so i used to work at a company we're not going to say the name of this company but I used to work there. They have, they work with uh, chemicals, and if you work with chemicals, like in any industry or anything like that, you have to follow certain like hazmat safety procedures and all kinds of stuff. And we work with big machinery there too, so you have to follow safety procedures. I was one of the techs, and you know, I'm responsible. Like if I lock out a machine, which is basically like cut all the power from it and lock out the the main power disconnect and all of that sort of stuff so that no one, so that anyone who walks up to this machine knows why basically it's locked down, knows why it's off and doesn't try to turn it back on so that no one gets hurt. 
I'm responsible for that. But there's also all the chemicals that we use, and there has to be signage, and everything has to go into proper disposal, disposal receptacles, and all kinds of stuff, and it has to be safe to take your chemicals to dump them into there. Because a lot of the time, we're dumping five-gallon buckets full of chemicals mm-hmm. into 275-gallon totes. And just the way they had everything set up there, it wasn't inherently like immensely dangerous, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't safe and it wasn't intuitive and it's not the way that it should be. Was it to OSHA standards? And here's the, yeah, that's another thing. And I've, I've bitched to him about this and I'm not going to get too ranty here, but they don't. The, the people on the safety committee, the people who are in basically in charge of going around and making sure that everything is to OSHA standards and all of that, they don't know what they're doing. They're not certified um, and they're not trained. And I'm not either, but I know like the OSHA standards. I know like all of the CSA numbers and the hazmat uh like properties and disposal procedures and all of that for the chemicals that we're using at that facility. I know how to use those chemicals and store them, whatever, safely. And I also know that there's better ways to handle those chemicals before they're taken off site. After they're off site, they're not our responsibility anymore, obviously. But, and before they're on site, they're not our responsibility. But while they're on site, it is 100% the responsibility of the safety committee to make sure that everything is taken care of and is organized and identified and all of that. So we were having some concerns about that. So we go into a meeting and basically, I don't know what, I don't know what like their goal was, mm-hmm. but basically they're telling us that there's a bunch of stuff that our responsibility, the tech team, there's a bunch of stuff that's our responsibility that isn't our responsibility. And they're talking about how they're working toward making everything safer. And basically what they're doing is it's a bunch of unqualified people who don't know what they're doing, telling people who are qualified and do know what they're doing, that they're doing their job wrong. And they're locking us down. Basically what I'm getting at here without launching into this full thing and getting even rantier than I already am is it's a bunch of people who don't know what they're doing telling other people how to do their jobs and that just it just hmm, gets to why me. Why does that sound familiar? A bunch of me. unqualified, inexperienced people <laughs> making demands and decisions for those who are in that situation? Yeah. No, I couldn't possibly think of what that is. Yeah, nothing makes me angrier, I don't think. Yeah, that that gets me. But yeah, uh, long story short, I ended up quitting that job uh, because I just, Mm -hmm. I didn't want to deal with it. I couldn't take it anymore. I didn't need that kind of flagrant stupidity in my life. (laughs) There's nothing worse than waking up every day to go into a job that you hate because jobs are like... Yeah, I will say this job did... A third of our life, so... This job did pay really well, but it was also the kind of job where you can't... On the days that you're working, it's a 12-hour shift, so it's eat, sleep, work, repeat. Mm. And there's no time for that kind of bullshit. No. There's... Absolutely Everything... Everyone has to have their shit together, and they didn't. Yeah. Life is precious, and don't waste it in a place that you hate. Even if you have to accept less money, go somewhere where you can at least <laughs> be at peace. Yeah. 
yeah, every day that I walked into that job, I was like just doing it for the money. Because, mm. I mean, that's why anyone has a job. Of course. Because they need money. But there's a difference. There's Yeah, there's a difference between going to that job purely because you need the money and just absolutely hating the job and going to a job that you probably don't like, but it's not like you loathe the idea of going to work. Because every day I would walk into that building, I would just, ah, oh, here we go again, you know. But I'm going to get... Oh, paid at the end of this week, so yeah. I kind of have to. Yeah. So what's something recently that's made you maybe irrationally angry? <laughs> I mean, you've been talking about all this work stuff, and I could talk about things at work that have made me angry. I think that's a that's a thing. But if I were to talk about that, I would probably get sued by the company that I work for, so we should maybe pass. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so that I don't talk about company secrets. Okay. Company secrets. And the complete mismanagement of that company. Um, oh, yeah. don't get me started. Next topic. No, um, oh, yeah, topic. same topic. Same anger. Topic. No, not... I mean, if you want to. Anger? No, same topic. Not anger? Then what am I talking about? Uh, something recently that's made you... Just like the, This question was like something that's made you really emotional. Really like emotional. something that gets like really gets you. So any kind of emotion. So I could tell you something that's like any kind of emotion I've accomplished that just makes me super happy other than this podcast because this actually does Okay. I like well, that we're uh actually doing okay, this. here's here's something actually. This is Okay, so um recently something which touched my little emotional heartstrings was learning the story of Mexican musician Yeni Rivera, um, a female singer. Um, she died tragically in her 30s in a plane crash, which, as to the cause of the plane crash, we're not sure. Oh, it's one of those. Um, <laughs> but that's actually not the really sad part. I mean, it's very sad how Yeni Rivera died, but that's not the sad part. This is what made me sad. So I was listening to one of her songs, or I was, inter- I was shown one of her songs called Paloma Negra. It's a song that she wrote for her daughter after her daughter fucked her husband. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and completely ruined her life. Wow. She wrote the song Paloma Negra uh, to ex- express her feelings for how she felt for her daughter after this thing happened. Um, and it was just horrible. They were completely estranged after the event happened, naturally, as one would be. Um, And, um, yeah, so she wrote this song. It was really sad. She cried during her performance of it, too. Oh, wow. So then, if I'm not mistaken, it was within a year of releasing this song is when she died. Oh, I wonder why. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then, a few years later, her daughter who's also a very talented singer now, followed in the footsteps of her mother and released a song called Paloma Blanca. Now, if you know any Spanish, Paloma Negra means black dove. And Paloma Blanca is white dove. So basically, Paloma Blanca is her daughter, Chiquis, um, 
her reply to her mother and her mother's dead now and there's nothing that she can say or do to make up for the pain that she caused to her mother so she sings this song about how much she misses her mother and like she's just like you know there's nothing that I can do because you're gone now and you know what have I done and you know like I I, I wish that I could tell you how sorry I am but you know you're gone and now I have to live with the guilt of what I did truly a horrible thing for the rest of her life and she never got a chance to talk to her mother about it ever because after it happened they just didn't talk it was you know complete separation right. there was Paloma Negra and that was it um, and then it's Paloma Blanca and it's just it was just really sad. It was really sad. Yeah. And I was drunk, so I cried. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Listen to these songs. Good songs. Good music. Heartbreaking story. Uh, yeah, it sounds like it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so, same topic, but switching gears. Mm-hmm. Something that... An, an accomplishment other than this... Um, this podcast Mm -hmm. that I've been able to do recently, mostly because I'm not working day in, day out at that job that I hate. Um, I'm a maker. Mm -hmm. Uh, I haven't really, I think I have one video on the, on the channel that shows me making anything. And it's a really, it's not a shitty video light, like to, uh, whatever. It's a light. And I'm basically just modifying the stand for it. It says you can put it on a C-stand or a 5.8 stud or something like that. But anyway, the video is like the only video I have that kind of launches into me as a maker. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, that's a thing. I, I really like to make stuff, like design whatever, and then get materials and, and make something or just fix things or modify things. So recently I have been able, I was able to finish and kind of tweak. Is this about uh, your forge? Yeah. The yes. Forge. The forge. You guys have got to see his forge. So, it's incredible. Yeah. I was going to make a video about me building the forge, but I just didn't want like all my lights and my camera out there while I was grinding metal and all of that because I just don't want metal dust on everything because it's a pain in the ass to clean up. Um, But, yeah, there will definitely be videos. um, Once I get an anvil, there will definitely be videos about my kind of first steps into blacksmithing. Other than, I know a little bit. I know kind of the basics, although I haven't done it in a long time, so I've forgotten. Um, But I know kind of the basics because I did apprentice with a blacksmith years ago, Mm -hmm. like, for a little while um for like a couple months so i was only able to learn like the very very basics but yeah look forward to that on the youtube channel i'm super excited about it um yeah it's a it's not a very large forge it's like eight the inside of it is i think like four by four by 12 oh yeah you actually down you downsized it didn't you it used to be larger a huge forge and i just couldn't get it hot enough Mm. i couldn't get steel to welding heat and i do want to try eventually making some damascus Mm. oh that's gonna be fun when we do that yeah well when you do that you can help i could help you (laughs) um but yeah so that's super i'm super excited about that um but yeah, I think we're gonna I think we're gonna end it there. I think we have enough to get 
a good a good podcast out and just get a good introduction. Um, anything random you want to add? Cheese. You know what I'm talking about. Okay. Um, I I don't know. I think I'm going to start, I'm going to try to start making better vlogs soon um, because the vlogs that I have, I stopped making the vlogs because I just didn't like, like the way that they were going and what I was talking about or what I was doing in those vlogs. That's mostly just because I'm really bad at coming up with like idea, like creative ideas. Um, but I kind of want to start vlogs. Listen, Jeremy, let me give you a little bit of advice. Let me give you a little bit of advice into the microphone. (laughs) In order to be a successful creative, and you are a creative, but in order to be a successful creative, the most important thing to do is to create. Now, I understand that you're not satisfied with the product that you're producing at this time because you see everything that you need to work on or that you don't like or you feel like it's not taking the direction that you want it to. But at least it's taking a direction. I feel that you need to keep up your momentum and create a mountain of slop atop which you will sit a single diamond. And then atop that diamond, you may eventually sit more diamonds until you have like a mountain of jewels. Or I don't know where this analogy is going, but just like I'm trying to tell you, I'm continuing talking so that I can make my point, which I have. Okay, well, yeah, then on that note, Continue with your vlogs. Yeah, I'm going to start doing vlogs um, more often. Probably, I kind of want to do one vlog each week. We'll see how that works. No promises. That's what I was trying to do at the beginning. And, uh, yeah, it just didn't work. So expect gaps of probably up to three weeks between vlogs. But there will be uh, vlogs. Um, And more podcasts. We're going to try to do one uh, podcast every single week. So expect us back here next week. If I have to drag Caleb in here by the ears, I will so that we can record another podcast. Yes. All right. Regular podcasts. And uh, that's it. I didn't really want to add anything. Yeah, Yeah. that was good. That was all right. That was, I think, half decent for a first podcast.